Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm not a betting guy, but for y'all that are, there's Bet Online. Bet Online is back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action. With a new updated site and interface, and even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. going on y'all it's time for another episode of believe in kentucky my name is Vinny hardy y'all be sure to go to believe.com check out this episode as well as all the other episodes of the podcast from spotify apple Podcasts, stitcher wherever you get your podcast be sure to tell your friends subscribe rate review give us five stars and all that good stuff we got a great guest on this afternoon we got a baller on here with us she even puts baller in her Twitter handle. We're talking about Cassidy Rowe. Cassidy, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Can't complain. Can't complain. Appreciate you taking time after school and before practice to, to hop on here and, and jump on this podcast. Uh, thank you so much for having me. We had a lot of fun uh, on my other podcast, Cats Talk Wednesday. You and your dad came on a little while back, so... I guess you had a, a good experience, or else you wouldn't have came on this one. So that's that's. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. That's good. We had fun talking with y'all for sure, for sure. Um, if I was looking on your Twitter, and everybody can follow you at Cassidy Baller Five, and it was August of 2018 when you committed to UK. Does it seem like it's been that long ago or has it been a fast three years? Um, I mean, it feels like it was a long time, time ago, but at the same time, it feels like it flew by. Like I think of it, that was during my first ACL injury. And I think like that was forever ago in my mind. But when I think of just committing, I'm like, I feel, it feels like yesterday I committed, but you know, the injuries, um make it seem longer just because um I wasn't able to do stuff during that time and it made the days longer and 
um, definitely made it harder. So I guess that's why it might feel like it was such a long time ago. But, you know, it, at that time, it was just a dream. Like I'm like I'm committed to Kentucky. Like I didn't really know what that meant yet, but it's just now becoming a reality. Like it's just setting in that I'm actually going to be going to Kentucky. And it's just such an amazing opportunity. Yeah, this just a few months from now, finish up the senior year and then it's it's time, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you mentioned the first injury and uh, for everybody, everybody knows Tom Leach, the voice of the cats that, you know, calls the football games or basketball games. He has what's called an all resilient team, like on his website and his Facebook page, kids throughout the state that have overcome different things, been through a lot of stuff to still come back and, and compete. You're on that list of, of kids for the 2021 All Resilient Team. You mentioned one injury. So just for those that don't know, tell everybody all the stuff that you've had to go through. So it was in July of 2018. I was playing in Chicago. And um, I think it was just second or third game of the last day. And um, I just took a fall and it ended up uh, tearing my right ACL. So I, I was really down on myself, but because Kentucky had to come and watch me play during that tournament. And so I got a call from them just a few days later and they offered me a scholarship. And, you know, that really boosted my spirits because, you know, I was really down on myself because it's a really hard in injury to go through. And then, like, it was almost a year later. I think it was 11 months later. I was playing high school summer ball. And um, I did the same thing to my left knee, tore my ACL and my meniscus. And, um, you know, that was a lot more difficult than the first one, uh, pain-wise, just physically and mentally. But, you know, I've worked really hard to get uh, back to the player I used to be, hopefully even better. And I'm hoping senior year is going to be my best one yet. Absolutely. Going to close it out on a high note, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So um, as far as this year, for everybody, I should have mentioned it, you play for the Shelby Valley Lady Cats. You're going to be a senior on the team this year. Yeah. What kind of team, and your, your father coaches you, Lonnie Rowe is your coach. Yeah. What kind of team are y'all looking to have this year? What is it? What's it looking like? Well, last year we only lost one player, but you know, she was a key player. She had, uh, she'd played her whole life and she was just a hard worker and a hustler. So we're going to miss that. But you know, we have, um, we have a lot of talent. We have a lot of young talent. And, um, I think some of our younger girls are going to get a lot of experience this year. You know, um, we had a couple girls that are not playing this year, so that hurt us. We're kind of low on numbers, but, you know, I'm really looking forward to this season. We haven't really been able to all get in the gym yet because, you know, they play different sports, volleyball and soccer. Um, but um, starting next month, we should be able to see what our team's going to look like for the year. Has, has your role changed from year to year as the – personnel and the players on the team change if you had to do different things in different years yes um especially just in like with my injuries and everything like in middle school 
um, I played up on the high school team. And, you know, at that point, I was just trying to be the role player. I was the person who needed to come in and get some defensive stops or just bring that boost of energy. And when I got in high school, that's when I had the injuries and I couldn't play as much. So I learned to just be that supportive, encouraging teammate who, even though I sat on the bench almost every game, like um, I was there for the girls and I told them to keep their heads up. And I felt like that was good for me just because, you know, I really wanted to be out there. But just watching from the bench, it gave me a different outlook on the game and what's going on. And I felt like an assistant coach, really. And um, coming back last year was a different feeling because, like, I was the oldest on the team. And I was like, I'm the leader now. And, you know, we always had those older players. But um, it was like I was the older player now. And so I had to step up and become a leader and uh, uh, shoot the ball more and that's I wasn't used to that I was always find the open person but now I'm like I've I've got to create my own shots now and find the open person so I'm really looking forward to stepping into that leadership role again this year yeah, yeah. do you do you find that once you committed to UK that that teams and opponents were coming at you harder did you have a even more of a target once once you committed Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, there's just – especially – there's just people that doubt in the 15th region. Like, you know, I have people say, "There's she's not that good. She's not going to make it at Kentucky and stuff. And, you know, I just – that just fuels my fire. Like, when people doubt me and uh, they – like, when they release rankings and they put me at the bottom of the rankings, you know, um, that really just fuels my fire, though. It motivates me to – um, play play harder and want to win more games and well I was born and raised in the 13th region so I, I know what you're talking about everybody in the mountains gets that you know are they really that good <laughs> or they kind of look at it sideways so it's it's a chip on our shoulder to, to show yeah. everybody across the state and everywhere that you know we can hold our own right mm-hmm I know you can. <laughs> speaking, speaking of being from the mountains, you in the fifteenth region, you're gonna be following some some cats from the mountains. You know, Macy Morris just came through from Bell County. Um, I'm from Harlan County. Blair Green is there now. Have you yeah. gotten to know them or talk with them at different points in times? Um, not so much Macy Morris, just because she was a lot older than me. I mean, I always looked up to her, but um, never really connected with her, but. Blair Green, I have spoke with some. She's usually the one I speak to most when I go down to Lexington and meet with the players and stuff. Just And um, she's taken that extra year, so I'll get to be with her my freshman year. And I'm really looking forward to that just because, you know, just another mountain girl. Yeah. And Emma King as well. Um, right. Just mm-hmm. two more Kentucky girls. Yeah, that's it. And all of us, everybody's proud of you and even everybody more so shelby valley but everybody from the mountains is proud of you just like everybody in harlan county all those black bears are, are proud of blair so but it, it spreads over even if you're not from the same county or the same town but everybody from the mountains is still feels yeah. their pride once you go up to lexington and put on blue and white so 
that'll be the, that'll be the case for you too. Everybody in Bell County and Corbin and Harlan and and all in between will be rooting for you just as hard once you get up there. Um, speaking of the mountains, you've been there at Shelby Valley. You posted that you had Coach Elsie over the other day, and now she's from what Odom County up close to Ohio. So what yeah. was it like getting Coach Elsie up in our neck of the woods, up in the mountains? Oh, it was awesome. Um, when they first messaged about the home visit, we weren't real sure what to do because, you know, there's not a lot to do in Pike County. And uh, so after a lot of thought, we decided to take her to the Brakes Interstate Park, which is it's Kentucky and Virginia. Yeah. And uh, we got to do some hiking up there, did a few trails and overlooks. And um, we really had a good day. We really enjoyed it. That's good. That was, I was, I was just smiled when I saw that. I said, good to get old coach up. Up in the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff. Sure was. Now you uh, play for your dad, Lonnie. What is it? Is it hard to separate the player, coach, and the father, daughter, or do y'all kind of keep that under control pretty good? We actually get along really well. I mean, he gives me um, all kinds of freedom on the court, and um, you know, once the game is over, we even if we're both um, kind of upset about the game. We don't talk about it. We don't try to argue or anything. It 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 goes really well, actually. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with just me being able to be with him on the bench those couple of years, and just both of us putting our heads together about the game and stuff. And you know, we we just get along really good. That is real good because sometimes it's not so smooth. For, for a relationship, so that's good that, that y'all click on the court and when you leave and just go home and, and go to the house. So that's good stuff. Yeah. Are you a, a perfectionist? Are you like your own worst critic? Are you tough on yourself when it comes to you know watching tape or I should have did this or I missed this? Up, you know. Oh yeah, definitely, for sure. Especially like when I go to the gym by myself, like, and I'll be shooting on the shooting machine and. Um, I'll be at like a certain percent, let's say like 68%. And I'm like, by the time I get done shooting, if I'm not at 70 or 75%, I'm going to do it again. Like I just set these goals in my head that I want to do because, you know, everybody is going to be hard on you, but I mean, that's why you got to be, um, your own worst critic because you got to, that's how you make yourself better. You got to set goals for yourself and expectations and work to achieve them. Yes, that's right. That's right. Now, are you, are you harder on yourself than your dad is or is he? Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even, sometimes he'll tell me to uh, take it down a notch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's pulling you back from yourself. <laughs> Calm down, <Yeah>. Cass. <laughs> I see. That's all right. Um, Let's see. Um, as far as your favorite players, NBA, WNBA, do you have a favorite in each league? Okay, NBA, definitely Steph Curry. Um, I've always loved watching him play. Just some of the moves he makes is just amazing, and his range is crazy, and he's just really fun to watch. Um, 
Now, when I was younger, my role model was Shoni Schimmel, who played for Louisville. And she was, I forget, it was when I was in fourth or fifth grade. So it was a while ago. But she was just a playmaker and she could shoot it. And, um, you know, she, when I would go to like the Louisville camps and stuff and she was there, she just was always working even when the camp was going on she'd be working on the sideline and um I really admire her for that and uh, she went to the WNBA for a couple years but I don't think she's there anymore yeah she was really good at Louisville though she sure was yeah what about favorite UK women's and men's players um I mean I'm not going to lie to you. I was a Louisville fan at first. So I didn't really become a Kentucky fan until I committed. So, but you know, I've loved watching the teams um, throughout the years. And, you know, Ryan Howard, of course, is an amazing player. There's, I mean, she just makes it look so easy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, when I, I played in a tournament, my eighth grade year, um, in Greenville, we played a high school tournament there, and her team was in it when she was in high school. And um, we were watching them play, and I was like, <laughs> I hate to say this, but I was like, gosh, she just doesn't – she doesn't look like she's playing real hard. I don't know. And then <laughs> we played her the next day, and she absolutely killed us. And I was like, she she just makes it look easy. It's not that she's not playing hard. She just – she makes it look easy. And – I mean, I just have a lot of respect for her. She's a really good player. Yeah, she sure is. So that's that is rare for a you being a Louisville fan in Eastern Kentucky. That is that just doesn't that doesn't <laughs> happen a whole lot. You don't see a lot of Cardinal anything <laughs> in the mountains. Yeah, <laughs> my dad was a Louisville fan when I was growing up, and um, that's what made me a Louisville fan. Um, but you know, Kentucky was so good to me, and it actually shocked everybody. They were like, we would have never thought that you would have been at Kentucky, but you know, I just fell in love with the program and the coaches and just everything they're about. Right. Right. That is amazing. That's amazing. Um, now I don't, I guess we won't include that tournament where you just played against Ryan when you were in eighth grade, but throughout your high school career, who's the, the toughest player that you've had to play against? Um, let me think. That's a good question. I mean, I've played against Blair Green, too, but I guess I was in middle school when that happened. During high school, probably (laughs) – my mind just keeps going back to Ron Howard. I can't really think of anyone else in particular. I've played against them, too, Blair and Ron and – um yeah that's all i can think of right now i can't within can't the really season, within the season nobody's really standing out as far as in the region or as far as that goes. but so we can we'll include ryan and blair we can we can include them back in it yeah that'll work because yeah. <laughs> i mean after playing against her you were in eighth grade playing against her yeah so yeah that's <laughs> that was an experience and a half going up oh yeah she took it she took it from me a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Well, it is 
been great to chop it up with you. Um, so you got practice coming up in a little bit, so we're gonna let you yeah. hop off and and chillax a little bit between now and then. Wish you all the best on the upcoming season, and we'll all be looking forward to it when you when you do head up to Lexington and play for the Cats, Cassie. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, tell your dad hello, and we have to get y'all back on on our other podcast too. Appreciate y'all. I will. Thank you so much. I just want to say thanks again to Cassidy Rowe, Shelby Valley Lady Cats, upcoming senior, Kentucky commit for hopping on the podcast. Appreciate her taking the time to join us before practice. Um, definitely, definitely grateful for her to to take the time to, to do that. And her dad, her dad's a great guy as well, who who is her coach there. Uh, to just switch over to UK now. Uh, UK football, which the season we're paying attention to now. We got volleyball going on as well, some baseball scrimmages too. On the football front, uh, we had the narrow win against Chattanooga, 28-23, where uh, it was a fight. Talked with uh, you know Trevor Lindy about that last week. That led up to the South Carolina game. And the hope was to, you know, just be 4-0, try to get through the first third of the schedule, 4-0, forget to the gauntlet portion of the schedule, which is Florida at home, LSU at home, and then at Georgia. So Kentucky was able to get through the first third of the season, 4-0. and And it's plain to see they haven't played a complete game yet. There's, you know, the, the turnovers in this, in this South Carolina game, which they won 16-10. Rodriguez and, and Josh Ali putting the ball on the ground, you know, killing some drives, giving South Carolina momentum, giving them life, trying to get back in the ball game. Um, and we will ever through a pick, so there's still things that they they gotta try to get cleaned up before you play against Florida, because you you are playing with fire, and everybody and their mom knows that you can't do that and expect to have success against Florida, LSU, and Georgia. Uh, it was good that they were able to win those games in spite of the turnovers. 11 turnovers on the season, I think minus nine in the turnover margin, and they're still 4-0. They live to talk about it. it. Reminds me of that game in 2017 when they beat Tennessee. Uh, they had four turnovers that game. They won 29-26, to uh, but... As Coach Stoop says, you know, I'm, I'm good in coaching one-score games. I'm comfortable coaching one-score games. We're built to win one-score games. But I like to win by more than one score sometimes. I like to have a few blowouts. And they would be able to do so if they uh, eliminate the fumbles and the turnovers. Same thing with the Missouri game a few weeks ago. Uh, about to go up 28-7, to and you had to fumble at the goal line. Uh, flips the momentum, ends up being, in the end, a one-score game. So Florida is coming in. It is a sellout. Uh, had lots of close games. Speaking of those, a lot of those one-score setbacks have come at the hands of Florida in the Stoops era. Um, lots of different reasons for coming up short in those games. You know, the, the play clock that was on zero in the swamp, and Florida was able to run a play anyway. Um, uncovered receivers in Lexington when Florida came from behind to win 28-27. Uh, Kentucky did end the streak and, and win 27-16 down in the swamp. They went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Florida for years. This year shouldn't be any different. 
uh, Florida is allegedly piping in uh, music at their practice for the atmosphere that they're anticipating at Kroger Field this coming Saturday. Uh, so it's it's going to be jacked. It's going to be a night game. Everybody's fired up. Uh, Kentucky is about to start the first leg of the gauntlet portion of the schedule. Florida, LSU, Georgia. Every SEC team has that gauntlet portion of the schedule, and this is where Kentucky is at right now. Um, some off-the-field news, too, that was positive. We've all heard about the altercation, the fight with the six Kentucky football players at the frat party, and you know there was – shifty sketchy details on both sides and what really happened was there video did Vito Tizzo have a gun we don't know it was all in limbo but we've come to find out that the grand jury dismisses all charges against the six UK football players and this happened in March uh, all the burglary charges were dismissed against the football players RJ Adams, Juton McLean, Andrew Phillips, Ernest Sanders, Vito Tisdale and Joel Williams. They were cited in August and the charges uh, were dismissed. Also, the wanton endangerment charge that had been filed against Vito Tisdale had been dismissed as well. Um, that it kept the players away from practice and, and working out with the team. I think they were able to work out on their own. Uh, that it also contributed to the lack of depth in the secondary. Kentucky's been starting this season and going for it all with only three corners on the depth chart. So Andrew Phillips will definitely help that. Um, Utah McLean back in the backfield to provide some more depth for Chris Rodriguez and Cavassier Smoke. Uh, so getting some reinforcements uh, now that these legal matters have been, been rectified and resolved uh, in time for the Florida game will definitely be a help. Not only this Saturday, but also going forward as they're able to get back and, and kind of get acclimated back into um, the everyday grind and routine of the season. So that was cool to hear uh, as well. Got to tell you all about our sponsor, too. Talk about them every single episode. La Terrain watches. Go to LaTerrain.com. L-A-T-O-U-R-A-I-N-E.com. They got watches for men, women accessories, different bands, different styles. Go on there and check out uh, all the different variety of watches. Red Crest, Voyager, whatever you want. Water resistant, made for everyday use, crafted with timeless details. You can hit the chat button and chat with Dave, the owner himself. We had Dave Maju on uh, a few episodes ago. Dave and Ben are doing their thing at La Terrain. Y'all be sure to check them out and tell them you heard about us. Heard about them on the Believe in Kentucky podcast. In another fun episode of the Believe in Kentucky podcast, everybody, please check this out on Believe.com, Spotify, Stitcher, rate, review, give us five stars, tell your friends about us. Uh, looking forward to the game Saturday. Everybody enjoy it, whether you're there in person or uh, watching or wherever you may be watching. It's going to be a fun atmosphere. Hopefully, Kentucky can get their first win against Florida in Lexington since 1986. That's one of the dubious streaks that are still kind of hanging over Kentucky's head. They, they ended the streak in Knoxville, you know, winning for the first time in, since 1984 down there last year. 
haven't beat Florida at home since 1986, and that was a 10-3 Kentucky win. And you guys remember he had Freddie Maggard on, former UK quarterback uh, from Harlan County, to the same high school I did there in Cumberland. Freddie was not even a Wildcat yet. He was on his recruiting visit to UK in 86 when Kentucky beat Florida 10-3 at what was then Commonwealth Stadium on that November night. So Kentucky is due to beat the Gators at home. Hopefully it happens this coming Saturday night, 6 o'clock. Cats and Gators, we're all looking forward to it. For another episode of the Believe in Kentucky podcast, appreciate y'all listening and presented by Bet Online. And we'll talk to you all next week. Take care, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 